Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. It's your girl Amanda, and I have a new guest here, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hey everybody, this is Edward from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm very excited to be a part of this uh, podcast. <laughs> I'm smiling. I'm like, Edward is my close friend, and we've been friends for a while, and actually... We've attempted to record together. This is not our first time, <laughs> but we were having some technical difficulties. So I'm actually so excited that you can finally be a part of this show. And I really do appreciate it. So a quick backstory. Edward and I met like um, in 2015, right? Yeah, it's been that long already. I know, right? Time flies. So we met then. And if I had to describe Edward, I would describe him as just like a calm, caring, like laid back person. So it's interesting that he's doing this topic with me. And I'll explain why. But it's just, um, you know, what? before I get into the topic of the show, let me do my question first. So season two, I'm asking my guests a random question that has nothing to do with the topic of the show. But just to get into the minds of our guests. So are you ready for your question? Okay, I'm ready. Don't worry, it's nothing, it's nothing crazy. So your question is, think of an invention that everyone uses, but is like very underrated. Like what invention would that be? Hmm. And you said it's underrated? It's underrated, yeah. I'll probably say uh, for folks who drive, power steering. Yeah. Power steering? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that just allows Wait, you to turn that? the that just allows you to turn the car very easily. I don't know if you ever had an issue with power steering, or if you maybe I don't know low on fluid, or maybe the pump went out. Mm-hmm. It is almost impossible to turn the vehicle because you really? know I do like yeah, you know I drive cargo vans, and that happened the other day, and I was just like, huh. <laughs> wow. So obviously that's a definitely a, a needed invention, but that is underrated because I've never even heard of it. So. <laughs> so yeah so I obviously I had a little bit more time to think about it but for me I would say like you know like in your kitchen sink the drain like the food catcher or whatever it's called Uh, that prevents the food from like going into the like down the hole oh okay yeah it's like a strainer right yeah yeah, the strainer exactly I feel like that's underrated because yesterday (laughs) I was (laughs) <laughs> I was making some juice and I was making like apple juice in the juicer and like I, ho- I had a whole bunch of apple particles and I was just like wow like this really would have blocked up because it all got caught in the strainer and I was just like thinking about like wow this is really underrated like it's so necessary but it's really underrated <laughs> but yeah so that's our random question of the episode so um today we're actually going to be talking about um anger and anger management um I've I've said it a couple times on the show about how I used to struggle with anger and when I say anger um for me specifically it's not like punching walls or like you know knocking things off the table it's more of like being irritable and um just not expressing myself the best way I can when I'm upset and like I said when I would describe Edward I would describe him as calm and all that but I remember like we would have conversations and he would like mention things about like how he kind of like deals with anger too and it just always surprises me because I've actually never seen you upset like you 
you just always so like calm and nice. So I'm surprised when you say like you also go through like I mean I get it you're a human being, but I just never saw that side of you. Yeah, I just I, just, <laughs> I have graduated from the class of anger management. So so and that's awesome. So that's why you're here today. <laughs> so if we just got right into it, like just to um, so we're all on the same page. What would you say is the difference between like anger and rage? Oh, well, for me, I, I definitely believe anger is it's just like a natural feeling that everybody has. Mm-hmm. But with rage, the way I look at it is it's like a step above or an extreme expression mm-hmm. of anger. Right. And this one definitely leads to, you know, violent behavior, uh, things that can just really get you in trouble. Right. And uh, with that, I think rage also, when you're in rage, it's like lasts longer, you know, and it takes quite a bit of energy out of you mm. uh, because it's, it's corrosive, you know, to mm. your mental and to your, you know, physically. So rage is definitely like the extreme expression of anger. Right. I agree with that. And I also think that um, when you are going through like, a moment of rage, that's the time where you end up doing things you regret. I don't really think it's in that anger stage. I think it's when it moves to rage. And then when you actually calm down, you've noticed that you've said things that you regret or you've actually done things you regret. So um, like you said, it's it's a step further and it's a step past anger. If you had to just think about your own self, do you think that you, like, in what, what phase would you say you found yourself in the most just were you just like angry or would you ever escalate to where you like not say like you know where you were experiencing rage it was a combination of a couple of things um for me uh because of my like personality and how i internalize certain things mm-hmm. it it's one of those things that you just let that anger boil up mm. and then over time Sometimes when it does have like, you know, when I have an outburst, it's like in a form of a rage. Right. It might not last for like days. Like some people, uh, you know, have that experience. I think mines are just kind of, it just kind of happens in moments. And what, what made me realize I needed to do something about it to get like a real handle on, you know, especially when something like that happens is when I had issues remembering what happened mm. when I had like a well you can kind of say an episode so it's it's it, it kind of like scared me because it was just like I mean I didn't think you could get that bad you know right. to where folks are reminding you of what you did right. and you were yeah. there you know yeah yeah that's a good point so if you had to classify would you say that getting angry is unhealthy uh, I would say the way it's expressed, uh, that that's, that's where the issues happen. If, because sometimes I had to remember, and even this, when I went through therapy, there were times when the, you know, the therapist would say, because people have different ways of venting, mm-hmm. you know, venting doesn't, uh, you know, necessarily mean that it has to be even you know done with another person like you can like talk to yourself you can you can redirect that energy right and 
one of the issues I had, uh, like I mentioned before, was I just allowed it to build up. Okay, and, so you never expressing yourself. Yeah, and and with that, that just means I wasn't acknowledging or attempting to resolve why I was angry. I was right. ignoring, it. and that's and that's where when it comes to expressing the anger, that's when it becomes like unhealthy, because at that point you are filled with, you know, so much of that emotion, and that, and then it's just like, man, I didn't mean to say what I just said, or right. I didn't mean to do that, so. It, I believe it becomes unhealthy in the way you express it. Yeah. I mean, and even to answer my own question, I agree with what you said also. And it's definitely not unhealthy because, you know, we're human beings. So we're going to go through various emotions. We'll be happy, sad, angry, you know, whatever it may be. And um, like, but like you said, it's the way we express it. And then even in the Bible, like if you bring it back to the Bible, it says like, you can be angry, but don't let the sun go down on your anger. So like you said, when you're letting it build up and you're never actually resolving, you know, the root of that anger, or at least just trying to express that the fact that you are angry, that's when it becomes a problem. Even Jesus himself got angry, you know, at his disciples when he was praying and they were sleeping. So it's like, it's not something to compress. Yeah. But um, just if you stay within the boundaries and within the limits, then that's when it's still okay. If I had to say this, if well, first I ask you, do you think that generally speaking, we live in an angry society? It just seems like everyone is mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it definitely, it definitely uh, feels like that, especially depending on the platform a mm-hmm. person is using. You know, to I would say like in the social media, so it just seems like people just have a lot of negative things to say, right? Uh, about anything, about any post, even the post you think might be wholesome and and fun and you know just just to elicit some sort of like laugh yeah it's it's a lot of angry people that's what it seems and i think some of that does come from you know you just just have trolls people that just want to stir trouble right but i think the more on you know on a serious note it's definitely uh a lot of things socially just hasn't been handled well by right. the, by the you know the, the the population especially by those in power um it, it just hasn't you know it seems like they just pass all these laws to to satisfy the people but it doesn't actually attack the the, the root issue of right. why certain things are happening so I, I i think it's just going to be a lot of angry folk for some time <laughs> we got to find yeah. a way to to cope with it and I, and especially living on the East Coast, no, you live in the South. So for me, coming from the East Coast, whenever I go to the South, I always feel like, wow, the people here are so nice. Like everyone says hi, you know, people respond to you if you say good morning. But on the East Coast, I feel like, you know, people are just mad. Like from the moment they leave their homes, they're stuck in traffic, you know, they're on public transportation, it's crowded, they get to work. And it's just everything that just builds up on people. And that's why you see people, well, on the news, just you see people lashing out, you see people doing crazy things. And it's just like, why is everybody so upset? Like, it just seems like everyone is so uptight. And I always wonder, like, how did we get to that? At what point did we as humanity just just stop caring and just respond with anger always? Like, even myself, like I said, my anger was kind of 
I said it before, like I wouldn't get, I wouldn't scream at you, but I would just be very irritated. I just wouldn't talk. And like we said in the beginning, when you're holding in that anger, eventually someone will, you will explode. You know, me doing that over years and years and years, eventually it would have taken the littlest thing and I would have exploded. And that's why I had to check myself. Like, if you don't try and um, correct this or try and actually get to the bottom of this, it's going to be very unhealthy in the long run. But um, I used to feel guilty. Like, when I I would, um, you know, give someone an attitude or, like, say something I regret, and I would feel very guilty so do you ever feel like in your when you were dealing with anger, um, did you ever feel guilty? And to the people that do feel guilty, how do you overcome that? Ooh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I definitely there have definitely been times when when I look back at the situation, I was like, I could have I could have said that better or yeah. been a little bit more respectful right. or ooh, maybe I went a little too far because you know when you get angry, you you just want to hurt that person, especially if, you're, yeah. if it's one of those things where you're just kind of arguing back and forth. It's just each person is trying to up each other, you know, with right. the and next especially line. Especially when you feel justified in that anger, like especially if it's like they did something to you and now you're responding with anger, you kind of feel like I have a right to be angry. Oh yeah, and um, with with that guilt part, it's it's definitely something I will advise everybody to to resolve as quickly as possible. Because mm-hmm. if you if you ever find yourself, uh, you know, in a situation where you and another person is not getting along, some things were said, and it doesn't get resolved, like that anger ends up turning to like, you know, you either hold a grudge or resentment. Right. And, and to me, that is just not worth it. Right. You know, because you, you really are giving that person to a certain extent, a level of power over mm. your actions. Mm. And, and you don't want that because that person might not even be even be thinking about the little issue you have. Or, exactly. So you, you just don't know. So that's just something that you definitely want to work on because uh, like we might not initially feel the like that initial like result of how anger can like just deteriorate like your like your insides and you know just you just kind of overall don't make really good choices. It's like right. it's it's coming from a lot of unresolved anger. <laughs> so it's something I, I definitely encourage people to to really s- sit down and figure it out. And I'm actually glad you said that because you brought up the point. Basically, anger, uh, unresolved anger, anger can lead to a whole bunch of other things. So it can actually like begin to ruin relationships because you know, um, holding resentment, betrayal, all those kind of feelings. And it just escalates into something way bigger than it initially was if you would have just, from the beginning, resolved the problem. So with that being said, what would you say if you had to give, because you gave an advice as resolving, resolving it between that person, but how about actually handling the anger? Like what would be one tip that you would give a person? I will say what uh, works for me, and I think it's probably, uh, you know, just a way for yourself to, like, organize your thoughts. You just have to give yourself time and don't respond with anger immediately. Mm. Um, You know, you're definitely in your right to be angry, especially if somebody upsets you. Like, you you have that right. Mm 
but the way you respond, you have to give yourself time to think before you respond. Right. Because when you do things uh, on impulse, you're bound to you're bound to do something that you know you didn't mean to do. Yeah. That's a good point. Even the Bible says be slow to respond on things because like you said, if not, you nine times out of 10, you're going to say something that you regret. And we all know that you can't take words back. It has always been my biggest problem. Like remembering things I said to people years after and just feeling like they, like they're still holding on to it. And just to add like one quick thing, if, if you're, you know, any listeners out there, if you ever feel like you are never wrong, you're always in the right. And if you're dealing with somebody like that, just pray for that person. Oh, that's me. You speaking to me right now. Because for somebody to say they are never wrong, that everything they do is justified, you got to be very wary of that person. That person is living in their own reality. Yeah. Just be very careful around them. No, seriously. I had a reality check. And the reality check I got was from the most unlikely person. It was Aiden's dad. And he just told me, he was like, listen, you are not always right. And like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> and then I just started realizing, and this is actually one of my points. Because um, like I said, I would be so irritable and just putting these high expectations on people thinking that, Oh, because I would have been able to pull it off. Like they should have. And so like one of the things I started realizing, and it's really been helping me like um, just like cope and not get angry as easily is just make sure that the anger is not a result of a misunderstanding. Meaning like, did the person really understand what I was expecting from them? Cause sometimes yeah. they're, you know, they're being genuine. Like they, they really didn't know what I wanted or they really didn't understand. And I'm over here. I'm already mad. Just take the time to like maybe talk with the person, especially if it's coming from someone that you were expecting something from. Talk with them and just go over like, you know, th- these were my expectations and this was the reality. Like, can't how can we, you know, meet in the middle? Um, and that's really been helping me a lot because all human beings and you can't be putting high expectations on people and expecting them like, like I said, we're human. So we're, some people are going to fail at some times and you just have to accept that fact. So it's been really helpful for me. Okay. Yeah. How about you? You got any others? I, I mean, maybe this, um, for me, I think that what helped overall, because uh, at, at, at one point in time, I, like the smallest thing used to irritate me. And <laughs> me I would too. definitely, I definitely say that's a sign of something bigger. But uh, just overall, just find ways to to reduce your like daily stress, and it can be anything. It could be something like waking up a little early, so you're not rushing to get to work, because mm-hmm. that that can start off your morning a little rough. Right. Because uh, <laughs> as soon know, as you hit that traffic, you're mad. You're you know cursing somebody out, but you could have just left the house earlier. Yeah, you know, just there's small stuff like that, or just like a coworker you might not get along with, you know, just just find ways to avoid them, and you know, just keep the conversation short. You know, still be amicable about the whole thing. Um, it's it's like you 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 know yourself, so you know like the small things that get you, and if you have control over it, I, I would suggest just just take care of it right away. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. Um, another thing I want to add also and helps me, I've been doing it for some years now, and I mentioned it before, but it's journaling. Um, like you said, you spoke to someone, you were able to, you know, um, start therapy, but I haven't, I actually tried to look into that, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. But journaling really helps me just get my thoughts down because sometimes there's really no one that you can talk to. Um, sometimes it's not like you're looking for advice. You just want to vent, right? And a lot of times when you talk to people, they feel the need to give you advice. And it's no harm. It's not a bad thing. But you just really wanted to get this specific situation off your chest. So writing it down really, really helps. And um, coming back to read it, like, maybe months later, it's like, wow, like, you know, I'm just glad I was able to get through this situation without it escalating to something that it, it shouldn't have been. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. And then, of course, praying about it. Um, like Edward said, you can't always be right. Um, and sometimes you genuinely may not see where you're wrong. But um, with prayer and actually being humble enough to speak with the person, I think maybe it'll be a little bit easier to realize, you know what, I'm wrong in this situation. And I just need to take that and need to accept that. Yeah, and I know sometimes, especially when it, it comes to this whole thing about, oh, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is, especially when acknowledging each other's like feelings, because mm-hmm. you know I've I've been in situations where when you when I look back at it, I was just like, we weren't even hearing each other. Like right. we were both feeling something mm-hmm. and we were expressing it, but we weren't accepting or acknowledging the fact that that person had a feeling or they had some sort of like attitude towards something i was like within our own right we're both right because we're we're right to have those feelings Mm. but we were wrong for like ignoring each other and being dismissive right you know and and sometimes that's what it happens it's just especially when you're praying um i would definitely suggest you keep in mind that you're you know don't mix up your intent with your action because mm, your right. intent could have actually been good as far as like trying to handle a situation um but you know maybe your actions wasn't it really wasn't right in your mind you thought it was right but not to the other person you know yeah and that's so good because people can't go based off your intention they can only go based off the reality of the situation so that's a really good point so yeah like that was good do you have like anything else that you want to add like how are you now when it comes to just managing things would you say that I mean like I said I've never seen you upset um, so it's just like I mean you always talk about it but I'm just like it's so nice like I just I just can't picture it well part of that is I just can't remember <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing but uh <laughs> I, I I would say like uh, it's it it is something I I like practice mm. like and I and I take serious because I really don't I really don't want to carry any anger around I right. I got enough on my plate yeah and um I would say with the the therapy it actually came about not strictly because of the anger it just came about with the whole host of things that was going on at the time. Okay. Back when I was like a, I believe a freshman in college. Yeah, and, I think that's so. Yeah, and it was at a point to where 
you know, people were noticing, like, man, it's like, you know, something was wrong. Yeah, something was off. So I, I did it out of, let me just try it. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like it's supposed to make my situation worse. So through that process, you know, and thank God I had a good, uh, like, a therapist. But they, they really were able to, like, bring out a lot of, like, things that I was like, I thought I resolved that. Oh, that does still <laughs> make me angry. Like right. all these things. And not to throw nobody's parents under the bus because I know my <laughs> parents are are guilty of it, but they were really good at like tricking me. Like, you know, when you were a kid and you were in trouble and they're like, I'm going to deal with you when you get home. But y'all might have went to other places. They laughing. They'd be like, oh, my son, I love you. Show them the... Uh, what you done in school and how you got and a grade. You they forgot, right? And then you get home and you're like, where did this monster come from? <laughs> but <laughs> but it's 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 things like that they don't realize that we we pick up and internalize how to hold on to something and just like release it at the yeah. drop of a hat. Yeah. Because I, you know, and my parents know this, you know, I mean I'm older now, so we definitely had our time to talk. Yeah. But communication about why they're angry was non-existent yeah and they also most parents feel like they don't owe you that communication like yeah. they don't need to let you know you know like you're getting in trouble oh well like i'm not gonna explain it to you so that's another thing yeah because i i've noticed that even when i've just had this like a, this topic um with anger just casually with other people it it, it always seems like a lot of things that still angered them is definitely their family dynamic, uh, right. relationship with their parents, or if they were bullied or anything growing up in school. Uh, and, you know, just, just insecurities that I feel are not really insecurities. It's just, it's just the opinions of others that they allow to, to, to really just throw them off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because realistically for, you know, the people that are listening, if anger or rage or irritability is something that you struggle with, it would be best to get to the root of it. Uh, I was able to get to the root of it. Like Edward said, he was able to get to the root of it um, and intentionally try to understand why, why am I reacting like this? Um, it could be the smaller situation and you're blowing up. There's a deeper cause. So if you can try and take the time out to understand that, it will really help you because it's going to be hard to try and change. It's going to be a struggle to change if you don't know why you're even reacting that way. So oh, I yeah. feel like that would be the first step first. Just um, find out if it has to be therapy, if it has to be counseling, um, whatever it has to be, even if it has to be having, you know, some intense conversations with family members, parents, um, try and do that and take the step. Because, like, you're missing out when you're always, when you're always upset. Like, there will be times where I was just always in my room, just mad for no reason like no one even did anything and I would just have an attitude and I just realized like how much I actually missed out on like just life in general and seeing like the beauty in life and I get it we all go through things and life is not easy but I don't think we should make it any harder on ourselves by always being upset oh yeah outlook on life is will be better you know getting to the root causes of this anger People will want to be around you, exactly. you know, if it's yeah. like a real issue. And then folks could actually, I mean, I'm not saying people are just going to be 100% with you, but I feel people will be more comfortable with you. They won't be scared that they're yeah. going to set you off and stuff. 
Exactly. So that was good. I don't know if um typically we're we're wrapping up now. Typically I ask the guests to give their social media. And I'm I'm saying all of this because Edward is not a social media kind of person. He's on I'm, it, but he's I'm getting better. No, no. You no, I'm I'm getting much better. I'm getting What's much your better. definition of getting better? Uh, I just had my birthday not too long ago and I posted pictures, so it was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I guess you, okay, I, I'll give it to you. You posted on your birthday, so um, I'll give that. Yeah, Edward just turned, well, I'm not going to say it. Yes. No, it's Edward, fine. Oh, okay, Edward just turned 30. Um, People won't believe you anyway. they would be like, that guy's 30? That's crazy. Why? Because you look so young? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 no, I guess. Like, who really looks old these days? Everybody looks you know, young and and whatever. So, I, if that's the case, then let's go ahead and share your social media. It's uh, Ed underscore Light, and that's E D underscore L I T E. So, yes. so you guys follow Ed Light, Ed underscore Light on Instagram, and you can always follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram or send an email to Confessions of a Christian Chick at gmail.com and we will catch you guys with the next episode. All right, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Bye.